welcome to Bruce Keys and House Keys. I am Nicole Kostelecki. And I am Nick Papantanakis. And as always, we are here in Old Town, Arvada at our Remax Alliance office and bringing you some good, good beer and good advice. And good times. And good times. And we just have a hoot. We were just talking about the fun that we have doing this and that. It's just, it seems like it's it's almost, I think it's almost been a year since yeah. we started this. Yes, we were just talking about that. I think Very that's exciting. something to toast to, I would say. Cheers. And a toast to our Wilson as well, who's mm-hmm. behind the camera, Mr. Nico. Yes. I'll have to definitely look up the actual anniversary date and we'll do something. Okay. That's Deal. what we'll do. I like it. Like it. Well, how have you been, Nick? I have been. How's your year? 2023. Really, it's been kind of fun. Um, on the personal side i feel like someone in my family's just been sick constantly so that has been less fun it hasn't been me mostly it's been mostly either my daughter or my wife but um outside of that little hiccup in life been a pretty good year on the business side it seems like everybody that said we'll wait until next year to buy or sell is jumping in meant it i yeah. agree yes <laughs> Yes. Are you, I mean, are you busy? I'm feeling busy? that too. Yeah. That's, yeah. So it's been good. That's what we want, right? It's been a good couple of weeks. I guess, well, what, we're in the third week of yeah. 2023. It always goes by so fast. Uh, January. It's the 23rd Although day. Although it's been freezing. Of 2023. And I'm over Me the too. cold. Well, you know what? And that not that we need to jump straight into the beer, but I think that's really kind of a great segue into what we're drinking because when it's cold, those like headier beers that are kind of those brown ales the you know the stouts that kind of stuff kind of tastes better to some people what we're drinking today is very like i could sip it on Islandy. Beach. i think that i was personally just hoping to be on a beach so that's the route i went <laughs> and it worked because it was snowing this yeah. morning and as soon as you bought this beer the sun came out yeah i saw it you're welcome so thank you for that. <laughs> we appreciate it yep what's well, a fun way to kick off the year here doing you know a couple of these episodes but also just kind of getting the real estate ball rolling yeah so and I'm pumped for our topic today because I think it's it's a little outside the box of stuff that we've done in the past, um, and we'll definitely get into it. But um, I think it's hopefully going to be helpful to folks that are just either enjoying their homes or maybe getting ready to sell in the next few years. Yes, it will. But why don't we first chat about the beers? I like so idea. Um, we have Jagged Mountain. Uh, so this brewery is over off about 20th and Lawrence. And so it's downtown Denver, really close to Coors Stadium. So if you guys are going to a Rockies game, definitely stop by there. Before um, or after. Before or, or both. after. Pre yeah. and post game. Yes. Pre and post game. Yes. Or just on a random day. I know they have trivia on Thursdays. Um, and there's axe throwing above. And there's axe throwing above. Yes. That's I just called a night there. out. There you go. And you used to work at that axe throwing place. There. Yep. So I know Jagged Mountain pretty well. It's your old stomping grounds. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. So some good stuff. I'm drinking the Cool, Cool, Cool IPA. So it's very crisp. Um, it is 6.1%. So it's not like super, super like alcohol forward. Um, just easy drinking IPA. And it's not punch you in the it's mouth really hoppy good. either. Like, which is exactly. nice. I, so I took a sip of it before we started. And some of the, I mean, you know, we talk about IPAs all the time because they are our favorites. But yes. we... It's once in a while, it's nice. That's why it's like a good beach sipping beer or whatever you want to call it, because it is just so, like you said, it's light. It kind of has a nice finish to it. Not overbearing with the pininess. 
right on your tongue so no it's delicious and not good. like not fruity or I, it's just a very crisp ipa i think that's the best way to describe it nice I finish really like it yes nice finish yeah i like that how about you uh this is the find a way um lager this is this is kind of a uh little supporter of our colorado avalanche yes. that was find a way for those of you that are avalanche fans know that that's the kind of the mantra uh through last season and into this season as well uh, so this is a lager that is, um, or I'm sorry, not a lager. I lied. It's a blonde ale. So sorry, Jagged Mountain. Please don't fire me. Um, uh, blonde ale, and it's got uh, some prickly pear and lemon in it. So mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of sweetness. It's nothing crazy. And a little tart, too. Blonde yeah. ales tend to be a little bit, um, kind of mouthfeel on them is a little bit more on the malty side. You don't get a ton of hops. And so this one's kind of that way, and the lemon really makes it. Yeah, it's pretty crisp Light. and like a fruity, fruity blonde ale. Mm-hmm. I think is. It looks like it's got the color of a prickly pear. I know yeah, it's in I there. Think it really, yeah. It so can. it's real tasty, and it's it's mm-hmm. there again. I mean, it's six and a half percent, so it'll it'll get the job done. But it's it's like a it's patio beer. Yeah. Mm. Again. Sorry, I had to make sure I enjoyed it, and it's still good. Dreaming of the beach, I Dream. guess. <laughs> ready, uh, ready, snow. You yes, can be done now. I know. I went to. Um, I had some friends playing some music at Lake Arbor at the golf course uh-huh. this last weekend. And we were all like, oh, I want the snow to melt so I can go golfing again. I, well, I know. <laughs> and it just is not. It's torturous to it. drive by Indian I Tree know. in Lake Arbor constantly and just be like. <laughs> I know. I want to go golfing. Or Willis Case over there by the highway, yeah. too. I drive by that a lot. I'm just like. <laughs> but it was cool to go there and listen to my friend's band and hang out with the folks. That's awesome. People. So, I love it. Yeah, it was good. Well, so, we're jumping into jump 2023. In? I think so. We should probably jump into the topic. All right. So this is actually really exciting. So like Nick was saying, it's a little bit different than, um, you know, maybe some other things that we have talked about. But we are going to talk about 2023 design trends. Um, so we thought this would be a great time to bring this to your guys' attention. You know, if you're maybe thinking about doing a remodel, like you said, thinking about selling, um, just thought it'd be a good way to, you know, share those items with you. So we picked our top five um, design trends for 2023 that we liked and that we wanted to share with you. So I'll go ahead and jump in. So the first one, which I love this one. I do too. I think this is awesome. So it's actually having more like designated rooms in your house. So if you have like an extra space, maybe it was an office because everyone was working from home the last few years and now you're back to work and you're like, okay, maybe I don't need the office in my house. People are turning those into some really cool rooms, like either like a listening room for music, um, you know, and have guitars up, like maybe a record player, some speakers. So just a place to go and listen to music. I think that's awesome. Um, craft rooms or some art rooms. You said Jeannie has one of those? Yeah, where where would be maybe like a nice office set up in our basement. Yeah. Jeannie has set up as a full-on art studio. And awesome. it's actually, it's big enough that she's got her space with her work table and all of her supplies very neatly. She just actually went through it and completely cleaned it out and then reorganized it. But then there's enough space in there too that my daughter has a little art kind of studio space too. She's got her own little art table, her own little supply stuff. So they can kind of hang out together and work on their own little projects. And it's, it's one of my favorite things to come home to (laughs) go downstairs and be like, Oh, this is adorable. I'm just going to go sit and read and enjoy the the space. I mean, it's, it's really nice, but I agree. I think 
it's cool to center it around your hobby, whatever your yeah. hobby is, you know, and you yeah. can you can make it your own and use it as a design element. Yep. And and also people are doing like meditation rooms or yoga rooms. Um, I mean, really, it just speaks to yourself, like whatever you like to do and you want to maybe set aside a separate space to be able to do that with you and your family friends when they come over. I just think it's, I think it's a really neat idea. Well, you really hit it on the head that I think there's a lot of people that probably have that space that they were using as an office yeah. because I mean, I know I did and I don't need it anymore because I'm back in the office here. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's nice to, what are we going to do with that space? So you can actually reimagine it and have something cool to, to do with it. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, Nick, if you had an extra room. I would have a yeah. beer brewing room. I'm not <laughs> oh, even kidding. Nice. I have like a little corner like of the basement it. where I store all my beer brewing supplies but if I'm going to do anything, I have to haul it all up to the kitchen and like set up and do my thing. But I would I would have that. I would have like a burner, a little hood that I could vent the the smoke out, you know, and all that for cooking the the wort and all that. I would I would do it. How about you? I don't, don't know. I have to think about that. I have like the, so many different things I feel like I could do. Could you a golf with. simulator? No, my house my ceilings are not high oh, enough for that. <laughs> Maybe I can put that in my garage though. Honestly, that I could do. Not a bad idea. Um, so that's not a bad idea. Are you a yoga person? You know what? Actually when I, I like I used to be. I used to do yoga quite a bit and I actually did turn one of the rooms like in a I guess townhouse I was living in into a yoga room. I like painted it really weird colors like Super zen. Don't know if I recommend this, but it was like, <laughs> it was, I was like, I'm painting this. And I painted it like, I don't know, some sort of like sea foam blueish. It was more like a blue color. And then I, I just was getting real creative and like started putting like breast, uh, brush strokes, like kind of all over. I don't know. It, it was interesting. I'll have to find a picture and send it because it is weird. It was a vibe. That's so (laughs) namaste, dude. It was. But no, I don't, I wouldn't do that. I just usually move things around if I want to do like a workout or um, yoga in my house. Yeah. But yeah, I, that is something I will have to think about more. Could even just be like Maybe a reading like room. a puzzle uh, room, like a game room ooh. or something like that. I think that's what I would do. Like choose. a proper table like so you a, can set up? Yeah, because I, I like do that. love games. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's a good call. The other that's one I would do, a, I just thought of this, a Lego room. That's a good one. I have some Dude. friends that are like super into Legos that are, that they, that's what they do. As Jane has gotten older, we've gotten more and more into it together to where like, that's what we both got from my wife for Christmas. She got us each a Lego set and we built, like I built these, you like the section, Nico, they were, um, one was an F1 formula car. The other one's a Mercedes like race car. And so I got to build those and Jane had like this little, I don't know, beach house, tree yeah. house thing that she built. I'm like, we're, it's what we do together. It's I a blast. That. So that's the other one I would do. Nico? Lego room. Um, I think. I need two rooms, actually. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I would do um, definitely a, like a guitar room, like a music room where I can play guitar. I'd have to put a little sound deadening in it so I could have the amp turn weight up. I thought of you when I saw that. And like, the other would be an art studio. Okay. Like, what your wife has. Yes, dude. I right mean. Now my art space is uh, I bring my easel out. I throw an old sheet down and I, that's wherever I can set it up. I, I usually look for good light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do it on my kitchen but table. It, it, because it's so much of a pain in the butt 
to drag everything out, I, it keeps me from doing it. It keeps you from doing it. That's exactly, and that's why I think these dedicated spaces are so cool because if it is already something you love. Yeah, this is making me excited. Now I'm thinking. Oh, there's <laughs> yeah, options. Who knows, who knows? I love it. Maybe a plant room like you could do. That's a great idea. Yeah. If you want to like start growing your own like herbs or whatnot, because you do need a designated space if you start them from seeds. Yeah, that's true. And then true. move them outside. Ugh. There you There's go. So many Lots options. of ideas. I love Let it. us know what you guys end up doing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some comments because I love I love that as a as a topic just on its own. I know. That's we pretty cool. We could spend the whole thirty time. minutes on that. Yep. But let's uh, yeah, we'll keep going. <laughs> so number two on our list is just a general sense of what we call nostalgic design. So um, there's been kind of a, a shift in the last probably ten years towards the desire to have more of that mid-century modern feel. I think whether it's with architecture whether it's been the, the design elements in, inside um, inside your home as well. But you'll see that in a lot of, you know, better homes or um, what's the other one? Architecture's Digest. Yep. The, they feature a lot of that kind of mid-century modern look in a contemporary setting. So um, I, I love this. My wife loves this. Our furniture, you know, we, we shop at a place in Wheat Ridge called Mod Mood. Yes. That place has some cool They do. They have good stuff. stuff. And she's my wife's been super picky, like waited for things and kept in touch with them and they let her know when things came in kind of thing. And so it's really cool to kind of curate that for your space over time. And um I uh I think for better or worse, it's it's made its way into like the flipping category as well. Like when when flippers will buy an investment home and they come in and do their finishes on it, they'll do some touches that like try to air that direction. But I, I don't think they they follow through with it with a way that they could where like they buy those actual secondhand furniture pieces that can really, right. you know, make a difference in a space. But I think you can put some elements into the house if you really think about it. Like whether or not maybe like even in the door frame or something, you could maybe add those extra touches instead of it being kind of just, you know, the I guess what we've been seeing, like the kind of more whites and sterile type yeah. things. Like something that has a little bit more um, meaning and is more timeless, I guess. Yeah. And I think one of the, there's easy ways to do it with things like, like you said, I mean, around door frame, like moldings like yes. that, you can do that. Even hardware, like door handles, yes. cabinet handles, that alone can really elevate it into that category of that mid mod kind of feel. Right. And so I think that's, that's an element that we've seen a lot of already that has been popular. And I think it's continuing to, to do so. Um, and then what's another aspect of that? So um, I think, something that kind of plays into the contemporary and the mid-century modern thing is having a sense of open spaces, not open concept, because right. that's something we're going to talk about a little bit, but open space. So if you have a dedicated room, say you have a dedicated sitting room, your living room area, that it's not overwhelmingly cluttered with stuff mm -hmm. that, like I said, the, the furniture is carefully curated or, you know, you're paying attention to what's on the walls and it's not just kind of cluttered right. and just there's little um, touches of those, kind of photo clusters you can do on the wall or uh, yeah, those like a have nice, been big. Yeah. Or like a like photo a gallery photo or gallery. art gallery kind of on one wall. I think those are really neat. Yeah. So lots of different things you can do as far as the design goes that maybe doesn't necessarily change the way your home is or remodel it, but like just enhances it. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to cost you a bunch either. I mean, yeah. you can, if, if it does and you get secondhand furniture that's expensive, that's one thing too, but you could take existing elements and just kind See of you can do. redecorate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, so our number three item was actually, so large uh, natural stone slabs are kind of making their way in. So 
Um, you know, we've seen those on countertops, but people are starting to bring those down like waterfall edges or actually putting them on complete as a backsplash mm-hmm. or along the fireplace. Like there's lots of different places that you can put them, even in the bathroom. Um, I think it's important to note that it's not necessarily like the whole kitchen is that way or the whole bathroom is that way, but almost like one element of it is. So it's it's a not to, overwhelming. Yeah, right? draw the eye to that area, whatever yeah. it is. And and what's funny is, and I don't know if it ever really went away, but I feel like more people are talking about marble than mm-hmm. they were. It was granite or, you know, travertine or, or yeah. you know, even quartz. But now. marble has been the thing that we, all of our research, that was one of the biggest ones. How, you know, the the bright colors and the real veiny, thick cut marble. I What? I said it. Um, that that is, you know, that catches the eye. And and like you said, continuing it up the wall or the backsplash or whatever is is a way to just really draw the eye in versus just doing it. As your it can be a real like statement piece, which I think is really neat. Um, but also, again kind of timeless something that's not necessarily going to go in and out of style because it is those natural um you know a natural slab mm-hmm. yeah and not it's not for everybody obviously all these it things are not for everybody. right but but this is a trend yeah this is what all, all the experts are saying yeah and which, I think it's which is not us but we 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 read a lot about this actually this we, did. we did a lot we of really research did. I, think it's, I think it's good yeah me too um, okay, so this next one is kind of interesting because there's there's always a, you know, we, we are actually in a room right now where we record this that has what's called an accent wall. So the walls in the room are all painted gray except for this beautiful wall behind us that has the wood on it all the way up and down. And um, the accent wall is a pretty common thing that you've seen for a while in a lot of homes. Mm-hmm. But one of the experts we saw talked about if you have a room that you can't do that with or maybe there's not a reason to draw – like. So a lot of times like it's just a, a random wall. wall or yeah. It could be like, I mean, there's some spots that it's really good in. Like if the fireplace is there. You put the accent wall there. Yep. Or I'm trying to think of another one. If you have something to, you know, show feature. off and yeah. feature, then that's a good one to do. Traditionally, but it's a room with four walls. Traditionally. That's, you know what? That's right. That's very true. And so the way this expert talked about it, he said a lot of times it feels like somebody just picks a random wall in that room. So instead of doing that, one way that you can accent the room without having to just close your eyes and pick a wall is paint your ceiling. And a lot of people have just plain white ceilings. There's nothing wrong with plain white ceilings. The guy who was talking about this, the expert said, I have plain white ceilings because I want them. But a lot of people (laughs) are doing these like bold, deep colored painted ceilings with, you know, lighter colored or, or kind of a little more monochromatic colored walls. And that really just draws the eyes up. It's not, it's so they're not just focusing on the furniture or the layout or the design of that. It's also that piece that brings you all the way into the room. So right. I thought that was kind of cool. And they're doing like wallpaper too. Yeah. In some of them or even like paneling. Mm-hmm. Like the, almost the mid-century modern yeah. designs of the wallpaper, like with the different little designs like that. And um, you see that in some of those, those rooms too. So, and that can be there again, wallpaper in general is not for everybody, but it can be that way to accent the room. Yeah, and then I guess speaking of paint, because we kind of talked about painting your ceilings, but we just kind of wanted to touch on the different colors that are coming into play for 2023 as well. Um, So we are moving towards more like beiges and then also pretty bold colors. Mm -hmm. So The the years of the sterile white and light gray are kind of in the rearview mirror, it seems like, at this point. That's what what 
It sounds like agreeable gray. Agreeable, agreeable gray. gray is gone. <laughs> One of my favorite names, and we'll we'll list the names of some of these colors because they're all by different yeah, um, uh, painters. But one of my favorite names in here is rustic grayish. Grayish. I said grayish. it. That's right. But there's also like viva magenta, so very bold, you know. Yep. Uh, and then um, there was a Spanish moss, kind of like a deep green, which I think beautiful is really color. Pretty. That one that we had in there. Um, terra rosa, like kind of a darker purple i like that rat you pull up that raspberry blush one that you showed yeah me too. that, that one one's nice. just like this i mean that one well it's like rosé yeah. it's like it'll draw your eye like that it's it's go. it's beautiful so those are ways i mean if you paint your ceiling that raspberry blush color people are gonna know you know and it, and it and it works yeah people are gonna notice it's like the color of this beer that's a raspberry blush yeah there you go there we go <laughs> very cool um, so I guess rounding off the items, our number five was handmade tiles, which I really like because I like handmade. I like tiles. I'm kind of a tile nerd. Like I do a lot of research before I do it, pick a tile for my house. Um, but I like this one. I think you can find some like really beautiful, timeless ones that are more like imperfect tiles um, that just end up looking really nice once you put them together. Uh, they are more expensive than like a subway tile or maybe some you can get at like floor and decor. But I mean, you can see some really beautiful ones. And if you maybe f- pick like a smaller space, so maybe in your bathroom, um, kind of highlighting your vanity or if you did it in backsplash in your kitchen, like that's a good spot to do it too. Yeah. I think but. the the backsplash thing is a really cost effective way to mm-hmm. maybe try or something. Or an inlet. What do you the like or in your shower like an inlay yeah too yep so that's a good one. yeah and i think the, the the handmade tile thing i really do think that you get a, a chance to express your a little bit more of your personality through it which yeah. is what a lot of the experts were talking about too is making it yours you know that whether it's designing those spaces around your hobbies or whatever tying in those elements of you into right. the design of your home if you're going to be the one enjoying it right yeah so i like that too yeah because i know like for me when i when I picked my tile in my bathroom, like I went towards like kind of like a Portugal style because I had been there and I was like, this is so cool. It's like has all these funky, you know, patterns. Um, so I kind of went that way. Makes it more personal. And I like it. It makes me happy. Exactly. So. Exactly. And I think that's what matters, especially because we talk about it a lot. When you're listing yeah. your house, get ready to list your house. You know, that's a conversation you'll have a lot of times where, hey, should I should I redo my bathroom before I list my house? You know, I would usually tell somebody probably not. If you're going to redo your bathroom now, live in your house for the next five five to six years and then sell it, you can enjoy it. That's why not do that. But if it's something you're just going to do for the sake of selling, it's not always the best option. Just depends, I guess. But, it depends, yeah. But I think it's good to be able to enjoy those things. Yeah, those exactly. personal touches. Yeah, and like we kind of said, you know, all these are, just to kind of wrap this up, all of them are design trends. So they are a trend. You know, they do come in and out. So it's important to find things that you like and that are, you know, personal to you. Um, something that, like, if you like it, if you're, it's getting to bring you joy for the next, like, few years, do it, you know? There's no reason not to. Yeah. It's fun to do. Let's talk a little bit about, can you tell us about what trends are going away since we've talked about a lot of what's coming in? Right. So, yes. So as we kind of have talked about, so the gray tones the whites are on their way out bye so i know i don't mind that i don't either you know it's it's got a place just like everything else but i do like the personal expression of color yeah 
being able to do bold colors. Exactly. So kind of moving towards like the warmer browns, mm-hmm. like we said. Um, another thing that's kind of moving its way out are massive light fixtures that are kind of like impractical, just ones that kind of take up a bunch of space in the room. Um, so those ones are on their way. How about... Uh, a couple more. Um, those floating shelves you saw in a lot of flip designs or things like that. I happen to have some in my basement over the bar. There I have some floating shelves for glassware. Um, but those are kind of going going away in the 2023 trends. Which... They seem impractical. To, it, they're kind of impractical. They do. It was a cool look. It, it looks really nice if you are neat and tidy. But you have to be neat and tidy. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly it. You have to. It's, that's actually what my wife said to me when we put those in. She's like, "You're going to display like beer glassware up there." I'm like, right. "Yeah." She goes, "Are you going to dust it?" And I was like, "This is a good point." That's the other thing, yeah, because then it gets all dusty. You probably have to rinse them out every time you yeah pour so beer. So it's it's a different uh, it's a different decision making process, which is good. I mean, I think it's good to, that it's shifting away now. Um. And then, you know, the other piece is those uh, kitchen cabinets. Uh, you'll see a little less of the either recessed or raised kind of design on the cabinets. Mm-hmm. And um, a little bit more of the modern feel of those flat front cabinets is coming, I guess, in, into more trend for the coming year. And a lot of that leads into don't do the whites, don't do the grays. You can have wood tones or you can have bright color, bold color. Some of the some of the pictures we saw had bright colored mm-hmm. cabinets and it allows you that freedom and a little bit easier space to work with. You're not having to work with like, painting all those grooves oh and all gosh. that. To, yeah. yeah. That gets to be a lot. So kind of, kind of the more smooth flat front cabinets are, are uh, coming, coming up the pike a little bit. So. Right. Well, cool. So that was, that was a lot. And what we did is we did a lot of research on different articles and watched some different cool YouTube clips and things. So we'll provide those in the notes. Cause it's, it's really valuable stuff. If you guys are thinking about this is something you want to do. Um, we'll provide all those in the notes for y'all. But um, in the meantime, thank you as always for listening we, or watching or both. Uh, we love you guys for it. Uh, we are eclipsing our 300th download here with, with this episode, I think, which is pretty rad. So we're, we're like this close. So um, so pretty pumped on, on the support. And uh, thank you to Jagged Mountain. Delicious beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for summer now. So uh, they do have great <laughs> They do. That's some good brewers. Um, so go check them out. We'll put their info in the in the uh, notes as well. Um, and as always, if you haven't already, please click the subscribe button. Click it really hard because that'll guarantee that you subscribe, and you'll get the auto downloads and all that good stuff and all the updates from us. And uh, we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on Apple Podcasts. And uh, as always, much appreciated to the team, Brewskies and Cousins for life. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers.